Good morning, Buffalo. I am your host and radio personality, Ari Nicole. And I am Kyle S. I would be your third voice, Brian Dudeman. Buffalo, we have just one question for you. Are you up? I know that I am. We know what you might be thinking. What exactly is the Buffalo You Up podcast? Buffalo You Up podcast is a weekly episodic series where we examine the Buffalo culture. We bring on Buffalo artists. These artists can either be writers, poets, musicians, audio designers. Basically, if you're a Buffalo artist in any capacity, we bring you on and we discuss what products you have going on that we try to help make Buffalo a more creative, unique, interesting area for everybody to collaborate with each other in. We feel like there's a lot of talented Buffalo artists out there who are slaving away and haven't gotten their true 30 minutes of fame yet. We want to help them be discovered and get to their destination. So we bring them on this podcast to help them promote their work and let everyone know where they can be seen. So without further ado, I am your third voice, Brian Dudeman. I'm Ari. I'm Kyle. And welcome to the Buffalo You Up podcast. Hello there, Buffalo. I am very Ari Nicole, and this is the Buffalo You Up podcast. So I have a question for you, Buffalo. You up? I don't know about you, dude man. Well, I'm always up, but... I guess I would be like lightly feathered dude man a day. I mean, I'm like lightly there. I'm not all the way there yet because I'm just very tired, but that's where I'm feeling right now. I'm, I'm lightly dude man. Uh, Buffalo, you guys up? But Eric, can you introduce our guest for us? So today we have a very special guest here who has traveled quite some distance, used to live in Buffalo, but doesn't right now, and still came all this way just to be on the show. Uh Jason, JP, which name do you prefer we call you for the sake of this podcast? Uh, we can just go with Jay. This here is Ida. Uh, we have little little E here. Hello. He is our youngest guest to come on the podcast so far, and she is totally talented for her age. Thank you. Thank you for being here. So the way that we usually open this up is we have the guests introduce themselves, but since we have two uh, guess I would like you know you'd introduce yourself and her introduce yourself so give us your titles like what how would you professions like uh, I know writer so what like keep it going so I'm Jason um for, for me I do kind of wear a lot of hats it's all it's all one art form from I started as a sommelier um I didn't have as much creativity telling someone else's story because we know all vineyards have stories Pairing wine with food is kind of a talent, and it tells a story, but it wasn't my own story because I was using someone else's product to tell the story. So I became a chef. I am now the executive chef at the Penn Hills Club. Um, it's a great private uh, golf country club atmosphere. Um, it gives me the freedom to audition full-time, which is the whole point of, of, of chasing this dream is to finally have a break where I'm able to just focus on acting. So January, February, and March. Uh, this job is so rad because I don't have to be there. I can actually focus strictly on acting. Recently, we wrote a film. Uh, we wrote, directed, someone kind of threw out a little challenge. I called my friend Cecil out in L.A., driving home one night from Ellicottville. I'm like, Cecil, I'm like, I got something, man. She's like, what is it? I'm like, get your freaking notepad out because we're about to go. And next thing you know, seven hours later, my line was sitting right in front of me. It was about four in the morning when we got off the phone. And... Uh, we started the casting process immediately. Um, 
but uh it's it's all one art man it's all from from photography to acting to plating to cooking to just to being you know it's just, it's, it's funny because my sister kind of just had this conversation we're born a day apart i have a degree in psychology she was the artist talented drawing and we kind of switched spots she now works in a school district doing psychology yep. my name is Ida Edwards. Speaking of Malign, when I did Malign, it was kind of like weird because what is really funny is that when I did Malign, it, it took a whole entire day, but it was only a six minute video, which was really crazy because so long to just make a six minute film. Kind of scary for me because you fall into a pond and you don't know what is in the pond that you're falling into. When I fell in, there was a bunch of seaweed and my feet were getting stuck in it. I'm like, oh my God, what am I, what's gonna happen? What am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. Introduce who you are though. What do you do for a living? What do you do? Um, I go to school every day. Um, I'm in third grade. I am going to a new school, which is really crazy for me because I don't know any teachers, anybody I know except my friends because from the school, my friends are, like, everybody in second grade, unless they're moving, is going to come to the school with me, but I'm going to have new friends in class and all that. Ari, what's the first segment of the show? So we like to start off every show by answering some fan mail. We get questions sent in to us via Facebook and Instagram. We haven't yet figured out the Twitter, but we don't really think that's necessary at this time. So as a quick call to our listeners out there, if you have any questions that you would like us to ask our guests for you, send them in via Facebook at the Buffalo You Up podcast or via Instagram at Buffalo You Up. And your question just might get asked on the air. So I have the first question for you. I'm going to call you JP for the sake of this interview. I know you said you're fine with either way. Um, so I know you talked about Milan. Uh, this question could be for either one of you, but whoever feels the most um, – whoever wants to answer it, it's it's out there. Uh, so this is the way that Ari describes it. She says it's really scary and creepy. So what was your inspiration? I'll take this one. Yeah. All right. So we, we all know I, I went to school for psychology, and there's some things that happened to someone – over their lifetime that sometimes you may not be comfortable talking about or you may feel like you don't belong because this happened to you. Um, The idea was to showcase a film and let people know that these things do exist out there. Um, They're not all good things that happen to people. Um, But with that being said is I want to show... <clears throat> that life is ugly. Um, that, but you are not alone in, in your struggles. I want to show somebody who suffered a traumatic, uh, a brink to say. Uh, I'm trying to go and describe this without giving anything away. Um, we shot it in one day. Um, but I, I wanted to leave it very ambiguous. So. Because not everybody goes on the same journey. Not everyone starts and finishes the same race. Not everybody has the same things that happen. But I wanted to make you, one, make this very, very memorable. And two, make you say, what the heck did I just see? And then I want you to think about it. So I wanted it to be so ambiguous that the viewer could take from it and create their own story. And a lot of the things I got from it were, like, can we see more? Or what are you going to do with it? I'm like, I'm not going to do anything. You know, I want you, I want you to do it. You tell me what you felt from it. So if I, if I make you want more, 
if I make you feel something in six minutes, then I maligned it its job, and there's no ways of buts about it. So I have a question here. Now, this one comes from Megan E. via Facebook. And Megan writes, Hey, JP. I'm really excited to check out your film, Malign, as I heard Ari talking about it live on her feed. Oh, I think I know who this is. So with Malign, you do have a lot of dark, deep elements in the film. How would you describe this film genre-wise? What genre do you think it would fit in? as we are looking to consider more films in our film festival coming up. And we would like to know if yours fits the genre of our festival. I'm going to let you to take the first approach because we're all going to see this differently. And this will be a great way to keep it very ambiguous. Drama and horror. So for me, I think it can fit multitude, like a multitude of categories. Ida hit it on the head, horror for sure. Suspense, it can be a thriller. Kind of be, it depends how you look at a mystery. I really truly believe that this could fit a mystery category. So, JP, could you explain for our listeners at home who may not be familiar with different types of writing, what are the differences between the author of a book, a screenwriter, and a playwright? And which do you prefer? And that question comes out from Megan or. Another Megan. Yeah, another Megan. She's from Instagram. You can check her out. Uh, she comes from uh, Arrow Trail. That's in Lancaster. That's about half an hour from here. Awesome. Uh, the difference in writing. Um, I mean, they're all important. They all do different tasks. They all pertain to entertainment in some way, shape, or form. Uh, for me, a screenwrite, I want to say I'm the best screenwrite uh, guy. I, I want to say that, but the ideas in my head, how they spin. Um, screenwrite's a little more technical. I would say how, how the setup has to be. I see more things like as a projection, like a, like a projection screen in my head. So obviously, I would need somebody to go back and re-edit and put into screenplay or or uh play format um children's book i learned a lot we have our first children's book coming out we just got as we were sitting here waiting to come on the show my lawyer texted me we are 100 percent registered now at the library of congress we went with book baby on a self-published which is huge i was going to go with a publication company out of new york city um i said i don't want a signing bonus because stories never die I put a lot of effort into this children's book, Lightning Bug Lights. It's about a father explaining to his daughter uh, why lightning bugs light up at night. So if you have a child, uh, I highly recommend this. We will launch that more going in. The first book will land at my doorstep uh, on Thursday before we mass produce. A thousand copies are off the bat. Um, so there's the author part of it. Um, I prefer all of them. I mean, I guess to make it simple, I prefer... All three, really, you know, there's no difference. They're all important, you know. Uh, it's it's a way to tell stories. It's a way to to, to be an artist. So I asked, no so I asked two questions there because I said, which do you prefer, and you know, the different styles. So, Ari, you have the last question, but it's a two parter. Or it could be whatever you want, whatever you want, whatever you're feeling right now, Ari, 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 are you up? Obviously. So the next question I have here is from Allie J. Allie J is sending through Instagram, and Allie J is actually sending a question for Ida. So Allie says, Ida, I know you did a lot for Malign when it comes to acting and singing. What 
was your favorite part about being in Maline? Um, I could definitely say that my favorite part would be probably the acting because I got a, a pretty good part with like all the scariness and all that in it and the it's kind of interesting. Um, now the only reason, so I love to sing. The only reason why I really didn't like that because I didn't get the tune, but that's because I didn't play the piano with it, so I couldn't get the tune of the song. You know what you could do? You could always do a remix of it, so you could actually like take what you've sung and like do a piano version to it. That's always an option too. I'm just throwing that out there. I was thinking, so I was gonna post like a video of me when I was younger singing to where I am now singing. So when I get older, I'm going to actually, I'm going to try to play the that song and add to it, like he said, with the piano. So I'm going to do like younger to now. That's a really cool idea. I would love to see that video. I can't wait in 10 years, 20 years to watch that video. Sounds a good time. I'm, I'm marking it down right now. Ari, make sure I mark this down right now. I got my phone out. 10 years watch that video but but in 10 years we're gonna have like a thousand seasons of the podcast so i'll make sure that in 10 years i'll have enough time to make sure i watch that video our next season is in december and who knows what you're gonna have going on by then we'd love to have you back and hear more about what you've got going on but i think we're out of time for fan questions am i right so so usually what we do is we have the guests ask the host one of the questions but aries being graceful graceful enough grateful grace gracious whatever enough that she wants to give one to you and one to her. So the way that this works is that uh, one of the guests gets to ask one of us a question, but since there's two of you, you can either ask one of us two questions or one each, however you want to do it, man. Um, Let's go question, question, question. All right, we're going to go off the wall. You got a rock, a pencil, an eraser, and a dog. What do you do with it? A rock, a pencil, an eraser, and a dog. And a dog? What do you do with it? Supposed, supposed to combine all four of those together? You said whatever you want to do with it. So it's your it's your answer, your reply. However you want to use those four things. Whatever you, whatever you want to do. Is there a correct answer? No, there is not. It's, it's just an interpretation question. So whatever you want to answer that. Well, I mean, a pencil and eraser, that, that works well for writing. And I do enjoy writing. Um, I am working on something very detailed that I'm writing. Uh, I like to paint rocks. Um, so maybe I'll paint the rock and uh, I have a pet care business so I'll take the dog for a walk okay so if you have a pencil and a dog that is that what is it called when you can't move your legs or your arms or your body your paralyzed a dog that's paralyzed that that sticks his tongue out all the time and pretends to choke what would you do with them Uh, so what I would do is I would uh, resurrect Lane Staley from the dead and I would make Alice in Chains number two, their second album with like the tripod dog, because that's what it sounds like. Sounds like you're talking about like that kind of dog. Unless you're talking about a human, in which case I would make Our Lady Peace two decades, because they had a decade where a guy, an old guy should sit on a chair. So I would have an old guy sitting on a chair, but this time you actually get to see his whole body, because last time they only did half. So if it was full body, it's his full body of work. Boom. That's why you love me. You love me for these puns. So that's I, that's what I would do. I don't know what confused me more, the question or the answer. And I vote for Our Lady Peace over Alice in Chains. Okay, so she goes Our Lady Peace over Alice in Chains. 
we're gonna we're gonna have a discussion about this later, Ari. But until next time, we have to take a word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back. We are back here with JP. JP, how are y'all doing today, buddy? We're doing great, man. How to put the sunglasses on and match you a little bit here? Cool. I'm I'm bringing the energy down to this Buffalo area. Ari, what is the next segment for the show? Well, next we'd like to focus on where to find you so we call this segment where to find me and it's where we give our guests a good chunk of time to plug anything they've got going on whether it be a film that we can watch online or in a theater if you've got anything live coming us up let us know where we can find you tell us all the links uh so i mean it's been a busy couple months like i said uh, i feel like i have the first time ever in my life uh a really well-balanced life. I still work a lot. But, uh, so no, I mean, I feel like I'm balanced finally for the first time. Uh, it really, honestly, in my whole artistic career, to be honest, uh, I have a well-paying job that helps float my own projects, uh, own self-funded projects. Um, Malign's on its way. It's, we've won two awards. We're looking at seven more in the LA International Film Festival as we speak. Uh, Lightning Bugs Lights, uh, is, is ready and rolling. Uh, I couldn't ask for it. It's been an eight-year journey, a long journey, uh, a grateful journey. Um, I've got to share a lot of these moments with my daughter, so we've had a lot of bonding moments. We actually dropped from a crane the other day at Six Flags, which was totally awesome. It was so rad. It's one of the best experiences ever in my life, honestly, just to talk up the, the bonding experience to know. And then we got Ida up there asking, like, Daddy, are we going to die? I said, well, Ida, I don't, say don't say that. Oh, it's great. My dad's like, oh, Ida, we're going to lose our stomach. We might die. Oh, Ida, <laughs> we might die. I'll tell you what he said later. But as uh, so what I'm going to say is... When you drop, he goes, oh, Ida, you're going to lose your stomach. <laughs> and so, actually, when you fall, you don't lose your stomach at all. But, like, it takes you all the way up. Then it just, like, takes you. It doesn't go straight down to, like, Superman. It right? is. It's like flying. It's the closest thing to That's flying. That's the closest you thing you can get to flying. Because other than the boomerang. But the boomerang is really scary because it, you're, like, you're in a ball strapped and all that. You're, like, in a little ball. And because of it's a ball, it bounces everywhere. And it could just keep you upside down until it's done, so. Right. We're getting ready to head out to Texas here, too. Uh, I booked my first lead. Um, I'm very excited about that coming up. Uh, I love Texas. I love everything about Texas. Uh, the culture, the people. The rattlesnakes. Oh, the rattlesnakes. I got it. I saw, like, I was down there filming Homeless Henry with J-Head, and literally, it's the nightmare of travel is out of Buffalo in the middle of kind of fall, or not fall, like a in the winter, going in the spring. So I remember getting to the airport, delayed two hours, getting to Chicago, delayed five hours. The driver's sitting there trying to pick me up in Austin. I was eight and a half hours late. So I said to him, I'm like, man, I'm starving. Take me to anywhere that any Texan would want to eat. He took me to Whataburger. So I'm like, awesome. Then we get to this random area in the middle of nowhere, and I'm looking at, like, it's like three, four in the morning now, and I see this stick. It's not a stick, man. It's a seven-foot rattler across the gate. In the middle of nowhere, there's armadillos running around. Huge. I got a video of it. I'll show you the video. It's pretty cool. But ever since then, I networked into Texas. So uh, Ronnie, uh, a casting director I know really well, um, sh the, the new series Vindication, if you haven't seen it on Amazon Prime, there's uh, 10 episodes now. It's a definitely a show I, I truly believe is going to be picked up. I got to uh, read for audition for episode, uh, what was it, six, seven there, seven. Um, it was a close call. I did not get it. Um, but it is a well, I, I just talked to them, uh, 
down there, uh, Gerald O'Connor, I believe. Gerald Connor. I wish I had my internet service here so I could get everyone correct here. It's hard to get internet service in the basement. Uh, we'll just call it, we'll call it J-O. Jared over there, uh, down in Texas. Uh, they're doing, it's O'Leary. Jared O'Leary, does that sound right? It's so late, man. We're just going to call him Jared. We'll, we'll edit it around that. Call him Jared. Uh, but they're doing a great job down there. There's a lot of big things. I was, I've been in Texas. It'll be my third trip to Texas in the last year filming. Um, I got an agent out of out of Florida. Uh, the plan is to hit Atlanta coming up. Um, got another film coming out. I did uh, a day shoot down in Pittsburgh with a legend. Um, Betsy Lynn George, if you don't know of her. or Like, I didn't know of her. I didn't know... She was in the cradle of love with Billy Idol. Um, it was just great to know like somebody like that saw me do my scene. I, I'm so excited to see this. Like it's the first time we all have some part of us in in something that we do, but this is truly the first time that I left Jason or left JP behind, and I was not me whatsoever. Um, and it was exciting, man. And I'm excited to see the playback and get the footage, which I'll get next week to add to my demo. But uh, other than that, man, like, it's just plugging away. And, you know, I always say, like, if if you live every day, like, the years definitely start to fly, man. And if you don't dream big, then you can never create the best you. And that's how you have to view life. Is there anywhere we can see that that most recent performance that you did in Pittsburgh? Or is it still Um, post-production? It it is. It's still still filming. They're going into post right now. I got four films and another... uh, Another film I did in Texas uh, about uh, the Vietnam War, and uh, I mean these guys, like they they it's, dude you got you got the real helicopter on set, man. I mean it's, it's it was a really cool set, and once again you know I, I built this network down there in, in Texas that they're always now now it's to the point where like oh Jason you know we got something for you, but I still audition you know they sent to make sure I can get it. Like right now, this next part I can probably give a little out is it's I, I read the, I read the whole screenplay. I'm like, I gotta get it, man. Like there's no answer what about it. Like and 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 I went to to my job at Penn Hills and I said, hey, listen, they may be able to move this around so I can keep my job and do this, but this is something that I'm so ready for to see if I can carry a full movie. That that just tells you if you're talented or not. Like getting the story. If I can't carry this movie, then I've wasted a lot of time of my life trying to build up to this moment but I feel like I can carry this movie and I wouldn't have this role if they didn't think I could carry this movie. But no, it's been humbling, man. It's It's been, I think to, to, to a lot of actors out there, like just from my, I know we all have a different journey, but when I was in LA, I was always worried about what I look like on camera is this part looking at me. I have a lot of moles. I mean, dude, there's a big mole. It looks like the moon. Like once I stop worrying about what I truly look like and just worry about putting on a performance that someone else felt besides myself, like it just started exploding and it just recently happened for me it took a long time to not have me or some part of me in in a character and you know that from breaking down stuff you know and and finally that's how i know i'm ready like i know i feel it there's no other way to just like to to even put into words like i just know by next year i will book a tv series guaranteed like that's where i'm going with this like that's where I'm. That's why we're going to Atlanta. The strategic plan is let's not go to LA this time. My agent said let's not go back to New York, even though the funny part is I never even when I lived in New York because she was so young. I worked seven days a week so her mom could be a stay-at-home mom. I gave up acting for five to six years, and now that she's closer at home, my mom's a nanny, uh, her mom's around, and and we co-parent, and and life is is a lot better for everybody. 
I said, man, let me go one more time at this. I'm going to go hard, and uh, I'm going to give everything I have. And ever since that, like I said, something happened in May. It's like the ball of energy finally gave me the power. And the whole, it's just a whole shift happened. And you can feel it inside. You can feel it around you. You can feel it when you wake up. You know, just something happened, that shift. And I just say when you get that feeling, dude, you got to ride it. And you ride it till the wave just drops. Oh, you said it was Ida? Ida? Right? Okay, Ida. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, so my question is, would you continue, since you acted in Malign, would you continue down this road? Do you see yourself acting in future projects? I do see myself acting in more movies. And I really want to work in another movie with my dad, a horror movie. Because I feel like horror movies are more like, interesting and, like, you're not going to know, know what's going on next. And, like, sometimes, so whenever I watch horror movies, I get chills. I'm like, what's going to happen next? Oh, my God. Sometimes I even close my eyes because I'm like, I'm going to be so surprised what happens. And I watch, like, one of these soap operas and, like, like this, it's, like, ridiculous that, like, one second they're doing this and the next second they're doing that. And I do not allow her to watch soap operas. That is my mother and her mom. Guys, I, I do I do want to allow uh, Ida the chance to answer these questions because I want you know if we we're having two guests on I want to like mostly just be JP. So here's my question for you: Do you watch the classic slasher films from the '80s? So you're Friday Thirteenth and like Nightmare on Elm Street, or are you more like new school with like uh, Prometheus and all these like different kinds of like supernatural films? Like uh, what was the newest one? Uh, like uh, I'm trying to think of that one thriller that everyone loves so much. Uh, uh, not Saw, but that's way too gory. I don't think she would watch something like that. I'm I trying. Oh, uh, Paranormal Activity is like the newest crop of like the newest films and like the new film film bunch. So are you like '80s classic or are you like new generation? Um, I've watched Halloween. That was pretty. Like the music was scary, but like the show wasn't actually that scary, other than the grossness. Right. Um, I feel like I do watch both of them because I watch new generations and old generations because my dad watched. Showed me new ones, and my dad's watching. Showed me old ones, so. Which, which do you prefer? I would say the older because all, some of the older ones are like so. The ones that just come out, I don't think like have all that that interesting stuff in it and all that. I think for me, I would also say the older ones, but they're just because like they're classics. There's nothing wrong with like new films. I I enjoy the new films. I think that like. Um, I think that film like Get Out is kind of horror, and I think that's a good one. Although I think that's kind of like a reimagining of like Invasion of Body Snatchers. But I'm just saying that there, I'm just saying that there are examples of good new horror films. But for the most part, you stick with the classics because that's why they're called classics. I, I agree, agree with Ida as well yeah. that the older style films, because they weren't so technical, they didn't have all those technical options that we have today. They were more plot heavy where they actually put a lot of thought into it. Whereas nowadays, where everyone can just throw all this CGI and fancy graphics and make everything look fancy, there isn't always as much plot behind it because it's just spectacle and sometimes less is more. Right, so thank you so much, Ida, for being patient with me. I do apologize about mispronouncing your name. I know you said it's no big deal, but I know it was like growing up, and people mispronounce my name all the time. They thought my name was spelled like a Y. Uh, they would always call me Little Z, too, because I'm my, my brother's youngest. So they'd always be like, oh, it's Little Z. That used to annoy me so much. Yeah. 
because I was my I was I was like my brother's little friend, so I hated growing up that everyone would be like, "Oh, little Z." That's why now I'm like, "I'm dude man." Don't ever call me Brian or like my last name. Just call me dude man. So I understand. And again, I'm so sorry. I do apologize. I know what it's like growing up and having that happen to you. Um, so thank you for being patient with me, and thank you for being on our podcast. We do have one segment left, so thank you again, JP and Ida, for being with us on the Buffalo Yo podcast. Uh, so, Ari, what is the last segment for this show? So, we'd like to wrap up the show each episode with our guests' final thoughts on what they th- think about being on the Buffalo You Up podcast, any last-minute plugs that you'd like to mention, and just overall your experience. We'd like to hear from you what you think. Right on. Uh, it's, it's been great. Um, there's there's some people I failed to mention. Uh, I'm a little, I got a little brain fog happening today. But like I said, you heard me talk a lot about journeys and embracing the journey of every day. And I just want to rouse some people off, man, that that have helped me on this journey or who I've come in contact with. Um, you know, Thomas Dickens, a great guy I know, uh, works out at Sony, does a lot of special effects. Um, Drew Pizzo, uh, Thomas Smith, uh, Ronnie down in Texas as a casting director. She's she's a very very great source. Uh, for for me, when when these self audition tapes came out, I was like, what? What happened to going in and seeing seeing casting directors? But it's the same thing. So I remember when I auditioned for Vindication uh, with her. Um, she basically held my hand, man. She took the time out to literally help me understand the self tape audition. And ever since then, things things have been great. So thank you, Ronnie. Um, uh, who else am I missing here? Uh, Adam, Adam Block, man, Adam Road Block, Block the Block man. I mean, that dude and I, uh, we always talk about it. We always laugh. We don't always see eye to eye, man, on everything, but we can agree to disagree or vice versa. And he is, he's an amazing person. He's very thoughtful. I mean, he has helped me on the line. He, dude, we, we sat in his, his man cave, man, in his edit studio from the line for, I would drive up here. Uh, we'd sit for 12, 13 hours. I would drive home, come back the next day, do it again, do it again, until we perfected Malign, man. So it's something that I, I know he's proud of and I'm very proud of. I'm also very proud to call him a good friend of mine as well. Yeah, man, we got Aaron Dunbar uh, down there uh, outside of Pittsburgh. Um, he, he did a Wish for Giants. He also helped me look over my book at one stage on some edits. Um, I got Kelly Swartz out in Vegas who's given me opportunities to audition for some of his his bigger projects. Uh, Abigail will be coming out very soon. Um, he's doing some great things out there uh, out in Las Vegas at uh, the Film Factory. Uh, we got uh, Jared down there with Vindication, man. He, he crushed it on, on, that, on that show. Uh, it's moving. It's powerful. It's that wow factor. It was an honor to be able to audition for that show, even though I didn't get it. It's still a building block in, in helping me move forward. Um, I got another friend, uh, Jeremy, out there uh, in Vegas, along with uh, Kelly. He just won a big award, man. Him and I did a couple short films together growing up. Um, Christopher Dolphin, uh, another guy. So my, my whole point is, is that it's about the building blocks, man. And everybody at a different time is going to peak and valley. And it's it's really about the connections that you make. Like, don't go after somebody because you think you can get something. Like, go after them because you full-heartedly want to be there to support them or support their journey. And, and that's I'm a big supporter. You'll see me all the time, man. Even, even on Facebook, I, I got a lot of friends and. And I got some people that I really don't know I just came in contact with. But it's a simple thing. If, if it's their birthday, I'd literally take every minute of my day to text somebody happy birthday just to show them that you are a person. Um, 
And uh, it is about building connections, but build those connections for the right reason. Don't build those connections because you think you can one up or you think that they're going to get you to the next step in your career. Because in all honesty, man, like nobody wants to be used. Um, but in that kind of way, in that in that tense, I mean, use resources when you have them at your disposal. But but show gratitude and be humble and, and you know, experience that part of the journey. Um, I believe I, I covered... Uh, I'm pretty sure I got everybody in there. Um, and there's just some good things, man. Like, just, just show appreciation for the arts, man. Like, no matter what it is, whether it's cooking, whether it's laughing, whether it's, dude, going to a play or, or reading a book or, you know, like I said, man, you never know. It's, the, the technology today is so crazy because you, you don't know who the next person's going to be. You don't know when the time's going to be. But when it is time, no matter if the bit role's big or small, man, just, just, just go at it and, and be the best you can be. Oh, and my agent down there in Florida, uh, the Newton Agency, uh, thank you. And, and the next step is I'm shooting new headshots uh, coming up in September here. Do you have a photographer? I do. I'm headed to Knoxville, actually. I got another guy out in L.A., uh, uh, but I can't get to him because I'm filming and I got to grow my hair out. So I need to get a headshot done soon. Uh, so in some more shots, um, I got tore up from a new agent that I was looking at. Uh, as a manager, actually, um, and uh, <laughs> it's just funny, but whatever. So we're doing a new shoot, man. I'll be heading to Knoxville, Tennessee here uh, September 16th, 17th to shoot, which then gets me back home enough time to get everything ready to go for pilot season, which I will be heading to Atlanta this year for pilot season. Um, but uh, you and I have some unfinished business to to work for going into next season, I believe. Uh, next season, I'm talking like it's my show. Uh, next year, 2020. Uh, it's been a long day. Sorry. Um, it is technically next season, isn't it? Right, you're right. Um, I've been up. I get up every day 4:30 to train uh, for this next project uh, I'm going into. So thanks again for taking out all this time from your busy schedule and driving these hours to be here with us. It truly is an honor to have you both. Well, he's like, hey, Ida, let's go on a trip. I'm like, I don't like the long drives. And then he's, my mom and dad are like, Ida, stop, like, arguing. Like, stop. Do you know a word that I could say? Stop Stop talking about time and enjoy the journey. Right, yeah. So uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts beyond this show for this hour? What are your thoughts? How would you describe this experience for future guests? No, I mean, it's, it's awesome. Like I said, I mentioned that. It's a moment to to help uh, Buffalo you up, which is awesome. I have a lot of ties to Buffalo. Um, it's great to see you guys networking and and doing things for the arts. Um, it's something that I believe in. You know, like you start. It doesn't matter. Like I said, big or small. It's just like roles, man. It doesn't matter. Like maybe someone's you don't have a million subscribers or a million viewers yet, but it doesn't mean you're not going to get a million viewers. Um, doesn't mean that this show is not going to go somewhere. Um, so it's 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 something that it, it's fun to do, man. I mean, it's it's really hard to talk about. I, I feel for me, it's hard to talk about myself uh, and what I've what I've went through. I've learned to kind of be more humble and let let my art speak for itself, like you guys are doing. And uh, I mean, it's it's it was an honor to come here and share this moment with you guys and and uh, come up here and spend time with uh, this little one over here, little E, and uh, you know, just enjoy the journey, man. So uh, for me, yeah, I mean, it's I definitely would come back. Um, it's, uh, I definitely would take notes. Uh, my phone died, uh, but I should have uh, taken better notes for myself. But like I said, it's not, 
like we all know you can go find people on IMDb and it tells you about your projects. And so IMDb, jpedwards.com. Um, Facebook's Jason Paul. It'll tell you all the information. Um, but no, I mean, I definitely come back. It's a, it's a great opportunity to, to meet and network. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a fun thing to do. It's just, it's just a lot harder to talk about yourself if, if, if that's so, who you are. So for future guests, bring notes. I would, I would note it out. Like take some notes uh, for sure. All right, cool. So um, until next time, I've been Dude Man. And I am very airy Nicole. And we just have one question for you, Buffalo. You up? up? Thank you for listening to the Buffalo You Up podcast. I am your host, Ari Nicole. And I'm Kyle S. And I've been your third voice, Brian Dudeman. And this has been the Buffalo You Up podcast. We are available on iTunes and Spotify. Please, if you haven't already, be sure to share this with your friends and family. And we hope you all have a great rest of your week. We'll talk to you all again next next week. week.